Listening to the KSR Football Podcast. Five, four, three, two, one. Welcome, everybody, to another edition of the KSR Football Podcast. It is week seven of the college football season. <laughs> but week six for Kentucky as they were off last week on a bye. I am Drew Franklin. Fra- Franklin bringing us in for the intro. Oh, that Nick Roush good. insisted I do so. That was really good, Drew. Even though I Drew. can't even get my own name right. Nick Roush is here. Austin McGinnis is here. Uh, Charles Walker had a, a, a family thing. He could not be here tonight, but three of us are here. We're yes. ready to rock. Arkansas sucks. Let's go. Let's get this bread. Nick, take over. Let's get in them pigs. I'm just, I'm just really excited that uh, right before Gerald Lorenzen week, you do a vintage Nick Roush and tr- can't int- like say names. Even because, well, I, I messed up my own name. I mean, yeah, that, that's even more embarrassing. What do you have to say for yourself? Not my own name because I can't get it right. At, at least you gave – like that was a solid A for effort from the countdown to the just rolling you know, right through it. A lot of people like to count down from three. I took it all the way up to five to make sure we had two extra seconds of getting ready. Hey, you know what? It's smart. Uh, preparation uh, – pre- failing to prepare is preparing to fail. Yeah, and like we learned last week, it's not always as bad as it seems. It's not always as good as it seems. Exactly. It is good to see Austin McGinnis here, though. How you doing, pal? Hey, guys. Pleasure. Real pleasure to be here. Yeah, good to, good to see you. Austin, I'm, uh, first and foremost, before we get into the nitty-gritty, where is the XFL Draft watch party? Here at KSR Board. <laughs> yeah, okay. really $2 fireball shots <laughs> is what I heard. All right, so we do a lot of – uh, some people might call it shilling. We call it promoting our bar and grill. But, folks, the deal we have going on for the MLB playoffs is just absolutely stupid. There was – I got at KS office at 2 o'clock, and we're currently sitting in there because there's quite a lot going on at the bar right now. It's a little crazy. But from the office, you can hear everything downstairs. And at 2 o'clock, between 2 and 5, when I'm sitting there writing stuff from Stupid's press conference, I heard nine times people cheering for home runs. So I'm not good at math. That's $300. That's $100 an hour we're giving away. And it was on a Monday afternoon. There was just a guy just sitting up here just working, like hanging out, just cashing in. Yeah. I mean, right before we started recording just now, before I gave that great intro, uh, the Dodgers hit one in the first inning. Quick 50 bucks to somebody. Boom. I'm sitting here if I don't sound focused and if I mispronounce my own name, it's because I'm watching my Atlanta Braves. Oh, your Atlanta Braves? Versus the St. Louis Cardinals. It is the bottom of the ninth. And i am got to be honest, I'm committed to the podcast, but I got, I got one eye on the TV too. There's two outs and a runner on second. The Cardinals yeah. are up to bat. I can see it. Braves lead the series 2-1. So – 
if they get through this, they could send it to extra and win the series. Uh, the, did you know the Braves, even though they're such a great team, uh, awesome run in the 90s, which is why I like them, they haven't won a playoff series since the late 90s. Really? Since that been run that with, long. like, Chipper Jones and it's all those? It's been that long. It's been, it's been hard out here for a pimp. Yeah, I'd say so, but you know why they're doing so well now. They got a guy from my end of town on the team, Adam Duval. Duval. He's a beast. He had a big hit last night that won us the game, but I'm not going to root for him because he went to Louisville. Oh, yeah, that's right. He did go to Louisville. Yeah. Well, no, it'll be like Teddy Bridgewater saying his high school. He's from – or, or Lamar, one of them did that. Le, uh, Teddy didn't say – He uh, didn't say Louisville. Louisville people got mad. So, Adam Duval, Butler High School. There you go. Yeah. That's enough baseball talk. It, cats are back this week. They're back. We took a week off. How, how was the bye week, Austin? Would you, would you, how'd you spend it? Uh, I had to coach some kicking, you know, get the young generation up and coming, and right. uh, I I watched some football. It was nice not to have the stress of the cats, but I also had a you know a little hole in my heart that I couldn't root for them. It was it was it was really nice to just I think Saturday we we uh, had a TV set up outside to where we could like enjoy the weather and still watch football all day, and it was fun. But I gotta say the games. Um, I don't – underwhelming yeah, might be a good way to put it. Florida shocked me. They got, you know, their I two mean, cornerbacks back. and they Bo Nix doesn't throw a stupid interception in the end zone. God. See, I have a love-hate relationship with Dan Mullen. How so? Because, I mean, I hate him because I feel like I have to hate him because of the teams we play. But as a coach – I think he's damn good. Mm-hmm. And you can, you can I think love, he's good and still hate him. Well, here's what I loved that he did. He came out and said, I learned from Liverpool's coach, Jurgen Klopp. It's probably not how you say it. <laughs> right now. Anyways, he said that the, the team rides off of your emotions. So you got to be into the game. He said he loved how Jurgen Klopp was so into the game. And, and when I watched Dan Mullen on the sidelines, he's like a little kid out there. And – it was also interesting that when we played them, you know, the Florida game at halftime, you couldn't tell that Florida was losing. Like, he seemed so nonchalant. Like, yeah, we're, we're going to come back, yeah. Uh, like, he didn't even give any, like, what what are we going to work on? Like, yeah, we're good. We're going to come back. And uh, then I saw that that quote, and uh, I respect him now. All right, hmm. cool. Awesome. get us Dan Mullen fan. Uh, yeah, until he does something wrong. <laughs> then I'll jump off the bandwagon real quick. I mean, to, to that point, though, Austin, he's, he does a really good job of putting his quarterbacks in situations <laughs> to succeed. Um, but still, I wanted them to lose so bad. I just uh, – I, I think a lot of it's just like knowing, like, they, they already should have an L in that win-loss column. And for them to keep riding this and to be staying in the top ten, it's pretty Yeah, what are they ranked now? I didn't see what they – they had to jump. Seven. See if I lose in front of them. They're i got to tell you all, I didn't watch anything this weekend. Really? I don't, I don't want my football fandom to be questioned. I, I, well, I did my usual NFL Sunday. I watched a lot of NFL. But college football, I, I, I tuned out. I went, I went and looked at wedding venues. It was a crazy morning. Oh, wow. That sounds lit. And then I saw Joker, and then I did a puzzle. That's how Ooh. crazy I was. What kind of puzzle? Hot air balloons, and damn it, we we get we get it done, and there's a piece missing. Oh no! Yeah, there's not a worse feeling than doing a thousand piece puzzle right in the middle. <laughs> That's and it's a relationship like, ender right there. And it was like a bright red piece. There, it was not like part <sighs> of the crowd or anything. You can get away with it. 
your, your focal point was missing. Ruined my whole day. Nobody cares about me doing a puzzle, though. No. I'm basically saying that I think, to say. Now, I have a question. I have a question regarding yes. puzzles for both of you guys. Okay. All right. You finish a puzzle. Do you break it all okay. up right when you get done, or glad, do you frame glad, it, glue it, whatever? Glad you brought that up. Last night, we got done with it uh, around 11 p.m. Right now, it's just on our kitchen table. I mean, we got to eat. So it's like, how long do you well, wait? we're torn. It's a place She's like, mat. we could glue it and frame it. No, it'll be. And I'm like, no, let's throw this crap away. There's a piece missing. <laughs> We've already done it. We're not going to do it again. Mission accomplished. But this is a problem I'm going to have to address when I get home after this podcast is what we do with this puzzle. You all, are you team throw it away, I assume? I'm not team throw it away. I'm put it in the box and wait until you move and then throw it away then. <laughs> okay. Because there's like a – because you could say like, oh, well, maybe one other time we might put it together again. No, won't. My thing in general, though, with puzzles, I am terrible at puzzles. Like, it, it's um, – it's just one of those things that I am not good at. I don't know if it's because of my attention span. I don't know if it's because, like, I'm not good with the, the colors and the shapes. But I am just, I mean, it's embarrassing how bad I am at puzzles. We're at this point where if if I'm, quote, unquote, going to do a puzzle, I'm basically just looking like I'm doing something for, you know, five or ten minutes. I'm like, you know what, honey, you got this. Well, there's a puzzle ahead, and it's uh, Mark Stoops and Eddie Grand's puzzle of what to do with this offense with such a banged-up quarterback situation. And that, folks, is what we call a transition into the football talk after I took us off course. What a great right, You know what I don't like about that transition? <laughs> I never got to make my point about what I think of the puzzles. <laughs> oh, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I never got to hear daddy's take. <laughs> Sorry. Okay, well, our puzzle I, bet you, podcast. I bet you do a lot of puzzles. No, no. See, I don't do a lot of puzzles. So when I finally did help my wife work on a puzzle – and we finished, I'm like, well, hell yeah, we got to keep this. Like, <laughs> I just spent like so, three hours or whatever working on this puzzle. We got to keep it. So did you glue it together and frame it? No, see, I, that's which my wife's like, well, what are we going to do with it? I'm like, well, we're going to put it under the bed, and <laughs> one day we're going to show our grandchildren all the puzzles <laughs> we did. And, and then I walked away for like 10 minutes, and – I just hear a stirring at the dinner table, and she just had already crushed it, so my soul. Ooh. I lost that one. My, you know, see, the thing that I would normally do, Drew, with your lost puzzle piece, I would blame it on, like, an animal eating it, like the cat, like, stealing it, or the dog eating it, which, common problems. You don't have that, though. So. I don't have pets. Yeah, uh, we opened the puzzle and did it right there in one spot. I don't know where it could have gone. That's I could sue the company. I don't think the piece was ever there. Ooh, you know – also, I'm actually brainstorming idea. KS puzzle. What does that mean? We don't have a pu- we could sell a KSR puzzle with our friends at Kentucky branded and sell it with five pieces missing every time. <laughs> <laughs> there we go. All right, now uh, we can get I'm kind football. of embarrassed that I I said out loud that I did a puzzle on a Saturday night. You know, I used I used to be the uh, the animal of this operation. The the party boy, one might say, and I get a bye week and I do a puzzle. Uh, yeah, where like I am in life. Two weeks ago, you're changed. Ever <laughs> since you've been engaged, man, you've been changed. <laughs> this guy. There's no turning back. I mean, it's going to be great whenever Drew becomes Austin's neighbor and they have, like, date nights and I'm c- trying. do their Halloween decorations together. Uh, have we talked about how we might be neighbors on this podcast? I don't think so. Have we think. not? I don't know. We so Probably. Do you Either know the way. reason we're not neighbors, Nick? Um, you're dragging your feet? No. You're getting a married? Drought. A drought. A drought. Really? 
the great Almost drought of 19. Almost 40 days ago. See, I picked a spot next to Austin's house that I like, but I'm a little curious about how it'll hold water just because it kind of some of the neighborhood flows there. There's a ditch, and it looks like it's okay, but I'm obviously not going to sign for a piece of land without seeing, you know, how we can handle a little bit of rain. you got to tr- test the hydrology. So since uh, making this commitment to drive out there and look at it, 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 it's been over a month without a drop. Finally rained the- Sunday. I don't think enough for me to decide to move next door. Not significant but enough. We enough. need a torrential downpour. Yes. We need flood warnings. Yeah. I mean, this is my future. This is it my life. all day Sunday in Louisville. Did not rain. It didn't rain enough. It, to it rained some. And now I, I oh, base rains off of if I have to water my grass or not. So Or our grass. If I our grass. Over there. Yeah, yeah. That would be good. I can Don't, show you a little ins and outs now. Yeah. You know, I'm like <laughs> a couple months deep. A bad way to really get this podcast off the rails before it's on it is for me to start complaining about <laughs> the grass that I can't get to grow in my backyard. Oh, come on. Tell is, us about it. I just told it, everybody it, I did it a is, it is dry. I have just a couple patches, uh-huh. and I've been watering it well. I put the straw over it to protect it. It's been warm. You would think that it would grow. No, nothing. Can't get. It's just four, three or four patches. I think what I got to do, though, I think I got to get a rake in there and really get that dirt, just kind of turn it up a little bit so I can really get the seeds in there because it's, it's driving me absolutely insane. Absolutely insane. Or it's get. like those seeds that you plant <clears throat> now and they don't grow until like next year. <sighs> See, those, that's, mm, those seeding companies. Home, home it's a racket. They Unless need to they make want to sponsor. it cut and dry. <laughs> well, it's funny you mentioned that. We kind of got to this organically. I was going to save it to later in the show, but since we're here, yes, I created a new segment this week called What Really Chaps My Ass. Oh, yes. <laughs> this is a good and segment. And for me, it was my lost puzzle piece. Okay. Nick, you it's, obviously just said it's your backyard. It's, it's the grass. Awesome. What's Get in the grass, grass right now? Uh, 90th minute goals in FIFA. Really, oh, man. Really chaps. Yeah. My, you know <laughs> Relatable. what? Relatable. I mean, <laughs> my God. Like... Every time. It never fails. Yeah. What setting are you playing on? Oh, I'm online. I'm but I mean like a ultimate team. Oh, wow. Online, <laughs> ultimate team. Okay. Not messing around. Well, no, no. Weekend league, I do it all. So do you, have, do you have a Premier League team or is it different than your FIFA team? Yeah. I, I'll watch Premier League soccer when it's on, but I obviously like Man United growing up. I know we've been talking soccer a lot. Everyone's like, okay. soccer? Yeah. I ain't never heard of soccer before. No, we're not talking soccer. We're talking chapping ass. It's, it's chapping ass. Everyone's had got a chapped ass before. That's yeah. relatable. Football. So there it was. Yeah. Uh, what's chapping my ass? Sponsored by... Your name here. Chapstick. KSR ads at KentuckySportsRadio.com. Glad we could all vent. Let's talk football. Yes, let's talk football. Uh, Kentucky plays Arkansas this Saturday night, 7.30 kickoff. Uh, speaking of rain... Weather early reports not good for early in the day, but clear at night at about 60 high 50s. So this is jacket, gloves, toboggan weather, because we haven't like this is the first time we've worn long sleeves and it's October. So we're not used to it. You're probably gonna need the toboggan, but it's gonna be a good night to watch the cats bounce back. Where really it's the um, between both teams, it's the most uncertainty. In, I don't know, because Arkansas, they're dealing with kind of a quarterback controversy. Nick Starkle against San Jose State. He threw five interceptions in a football game. Very difficult to do to throw that many interceptions in a football game. Even more difficult to do against an FCS team that hadn't beaten an FBS team in like 10 years or something like that. So, 
Actually, I don't even think they are FCS. I think they're just <laughs> really bad FBS. Are they not yeah. rocking with that freshman quarterback or the young or, cat? No, they, they, they've got two grad transfers. Oh, they I'm have joking. Nick Starkle, who was okay. Jimbo's quarterback at A&M last year, and then they have Ben Hicks, who Hicks was Chad Morris's quarterback at SMU before Morris made the jump to Arkansas. So Starkle plays really bad against San Jose State. Second drive against A&M, he hurts his elbow while throwing an interception. He like gets hit, hurts his elbow. They take him out. They think he's going to be out for a while. They put in Hicks. He does well. Like uh, Arkansas gets a scoop and score, and then I think the next drive down, Hicks gets him a touchdown. So they're like, all right, well, we're riding this dude, even though Starkle might have been able to go. They end up losing. Uh, it was the seventh time in eight meetings that, that – Arkansas had lost by one possession to Texas A&M. Hicks plays great. Starkle doesn't come back. They have a bye week. Today, Chad Morris says that Starkle is their guy. But he's like, yeah, he's healthy. He's going to play. It was like a, yeah, he he's our guy. He's number, like a very like, yeah, Nick's good. Not very confident. Not, or not very selling. They were selling it very well. That's about how I felt when Stoops was asked about Sawyer. Sawyer. Yeah. Yes, very, so we believe very Stoops. similar. Everything I've heard, uh, Stoops has obviously heard more than me. He would know more. He's there. But I didn't think we were going to get Sawyer Smith, and he was kind of talking today like we might. Well, here's what I think. I think no matter – unless his arm falls off between now and Saturday, Sawyer Smith will take the opening drive. Okay. If he does not look good, then they are fully prepared to make the early switch to Lynn. So you think first snap he he's taking it? Yes, a hundred percent. Unless his arm falls off. Unless it's like wildcat or something, but like I do think Sawyer will get be like the starting quarterback, just because it gives you more like to put the whole season into Lynn's hands. We just don't know what that might entail, and it might be great, but it might be not so great. So they want to <laughs> have Sawyer. You know, <laughs> they want to see what Sawyer can do before they put Lynn. And I think even if Sawyer does, like, decent, we're still going to see Lynn at quarterback. Oh, yeah. That, that's No matter what. I think there's, like, even if Sawyer was healthy, I think they would do a heavy dose of Lynn. And I, it's just hard for me to have any sort of inclination as to how healthy Sawyer is at all just because it's, it's kind of what we heard before the South Carolina game. That like, oh, he's actually coming along pretty well. And he was obviously very injured. Also, it turns out, you remember when Stoops kind of slid in that he had two injuries? We were like, oh, well, it's the wrist that he hurt against Florida and the shoulder. No, he hurt his, something in his legs, too. So yeah, because he three injuries. Stoops say it's a lower – Lower body. Lower, lower extremity, extremity was yeah. his word. Which, so is his everything hurt? It's It really is the Steven Johnson, like, kind of just – got this that and everything that's hurt right now so I, I i think the for kentucky's sake you're just like okay let's get the let's get this Lynn Bowden train working let's get ahead of the sticks establish the run game because if i do recall i, I don't remember a time this year when kentucky's been like okay they're running the ball well this feels good i think that's got to be their their first goal but as of now, they're, they're just going to be doing the gamesmanship thing uh, until we get to Saturday, Austin. Yeah, and 
I feel like his injury was significant enough that even with a week off, like, he's still going to be real sore. Like, there, he's still going to have to get some kind of shot before the game, if I had to guess. Obviously, I'm just speculating. Obviously. But, I mean, when you're injured to that extent, like, a week is not just going to, oh, you know, back to new. Yeah. It's not how it works for injuries, unfortunately. Yeah, and it's also one of those where uh, – what was the game where Steven they, – like, they were going to give him a break? But, like, the yeah, Luke Wright Austin threw P. a pick six. Yes. Austin P. they had no intentions of playing him. And Austin P. which hadn't won a game in, like, five years, went up 14-7 or 14-0. <laughs> so he had to come in. I have a feeling. You were on that team, Austin. Oh, I was there, loud and proud. It looked as if the whole team wasn't quite up for Austin P. Yeah, I mean <laughs> – might have, you know, <laughs> might have overlooked him a little bit. Hey, yeah, that's I, why I I know how hard it is to win games, and that's why like when Kentucky is winning, you just got to celebrate it because it's so hard to get a win. Like everyone beginning of the season was talking like, oh, Arkansas is going to be a wash, a push. And I'm like, yeah, like they're going to be a hungry team, and they're still in the SEC who gets pretty good recruits, mm-hmm. like. But my favorite thing about the game is that Vegas has us as like a six-and-a-half-point favorite, and I like where those guys' heads are at. They yep. usually know. They do well. They do do very well. And I think part of the reason that is is because uh, Arkansas's offensive line, very bad. Very, very not good. Very young and had some of their young guys hurt too in the preseason. Uh, I actually didn't look up. I can look up real quickly their sacks allowed. But they're not the best unit. What I do like that we need to spend more time at before we move on is actually they've been pretty good in pass pro this year. I guess the guy throws uh, interceptions so quickly that it doesn't matter. Nick Starkle, have you heard – did you hear about his his controversy, uh, Drew Franklin, uh, from two weeks ago after that San Jose State game? Uh, Are you referring to a Justin Bieber shirt? Yes. That is what I'm referring to. I am to. familiar with it, but uh, please tell me as if I don't already know for the millions of listeners. The millions and millions and billions of listeners. Uh, so Nick Starkle, he's like one of those like people who, like, unlike most college football robots, he's like, I'm going to have fun. I like listening to Justin Bieber to get me hyped before the games. So when the quarterbacks would go out there and throw before they'd get fully dressed and warm up, he would wear a Justin Bieber shirt. After his really bad performance. Is he a believer? He's a, he's a big-time believer. Okay. So after his really bad performance, uh, the Hogs, were, the fans were very upset. They thought that he was too distracted, that he was too invested in Bieber and silliness before games. He didn't get more focused. So he said, you know what? I'm done with Bieber. The shirt, trash. Get out of here. Well, Bieber didn't like that. Bieber did not. And as soon as he put something about it on his Instagram, like a million believers just went after Nick Starkle. Absolutely roasted him, Austin. When you're yeah, an SEC quarterback, you don't need the believers on you. That's a cult. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's one thing to be an SEC quarterback and have that kind of heat. He had believer heat. Believer heat is bigger than any SEC fan base. Yeah, Yo. it's up there with Beehive for Beyonce and the Swifties for Taylor. Oh, definitely. It's a, it's a rabid bunch. And I would argue they're more rabid and more bunchy than the rest <laughs> of the groups. More bunchy than Bunchy Stallings? Yeah. He could not even block the Believers from coming after Nick Starkle. 
Um, I would like any believers that will be attending the game to, you know, throw some shade his way. So does that, does that mean we are believers or not believers? No, we're not, but s- some – well, I mean, I don't know. Since he left uh, his be- believe – what's what's it called? Be- believers. His believerness. Believer. Since he left that behind, He's no longer Bleeber. Could we troll him by only playing Bieber at the game? Oh, yeah. What if he gets into like a flow state? And don't you tell me Bieber doesn't have jams because I will fight. I'm not a Bleeber, but he's got some. But good I'm music. close. <laughs> <laughs> I would pay top dollar to see him laugh. So here's here's my only concern. Him and Ariana Grande. <laughs> Ariana is coming to Lexington. Shout oh. out to Ariana Grande. Ah, damn it! The Cardinals oh, scored. The Cardinals won. God bless America. Game I, five. Here we go. Sorry. I, I would only say that my – I'm only concerned that it would be like an opposing team playing Grove Street when Kentucky's in town. Like I, well, I, Vandy did that. Lynn Bowden took it. Exactly. So that, that's where I'm worried. I'm worried that it would motivate him to play better because really – they play bad when he was a believer. <sighs> Man, that's, that's a good point. Because he – he quit the Bieber before A&M, and they played him very close, 31-27. A&M yeah. game's an anomaly because Jerry Jones is drugging all of them. Oh, <laughs> my world. Yeah, all, all, them all those players. All the people. <laughs> that's called uh, – what, what's a good name for that? That's the, the, Jerry the, Roy, that's the Kool-Aid game. Jerry Jones Royd Bull every year. <laughs> that, that game did scare me when they played A&M close until I saw the stat – like that game's been decided by touchdown seven straight years. They did have 395 yards. That's good, no matter how you cut it. But one thing that I do like though is that Kentucky secondary been pretty good lately, and Jordan Griffin back. Be careful how loud you say it. He's, he's right there. Jordan Griffin back. <laughs> so wait, are we addressing this? Since I just brought it up, we should at least let people know. Yeah, we could have. <laughs> I asked Drew um, when we saw some of the team walking in, like, so should we do a KSR football podcast over the loudspeakers and see how far we can push it before they actually get angry with us for talking trash about them? Because we wouldn't do that unless they earned it. But if we just wanted to, like, it's almost like whenever I, like, make fun of Charles on here, like, about, yeah, if only we had a good wide receiver who could tell us what the play was like. Like, how far could we neg them before they were, like, all right, Re- really? I bet it well, wouldn't take so, much. So people yeah, know. TVs, not at right. this point, no, just like what's happened up to this point in the season. I bet like tempers are just ready to fire. The tension, just like a – Especially off a bye week. A like. powder keg, <laughs> fiery powder keg, just waiting for a spark. I watched uh, Gangs of New York last night. Good, mo- good movie. Right before good the – film. Oh, great film. Especially when they're like, they just needed a spark. <laughs> but so people know. Yes. Right now, as we record this, the secondary is here. Yes. With Coach Clink, Coach Hood. It looks like even a boss man Fat's in the building. Wait, what's that's his name, right? Yes, boss man Fat. Yes. Which but if we're not being very critical of the secondary, it's because they are here. No, and also because they've played very well. And they've been very well. Yeah. Which and they seem to be having a good time. Yeah, yeah. And they've improved steadily. They're getting their most experienced guy back. Um, they also have a huge – Huge visitor coming this weekend, Joel Williams. Top 25 defensive back in America. Pretty good. And he's from Baton that's, Rouge. That's someone who doesn't even know Kentucky exists a few years ago. And he was one of those guys that when Kelvin Joseph 
transferred. Joel Williams was like tweeting at him afterwards, and Kelvin's like, "Come on up here, come on, you want to do it?" And then, boom, official visit happening this weekend. He was once committed to Florida. Alabama is the reason why he is no longer committed to Florida. And LSU and Tennessee are also in the mix. And he's officially visiting Kentucky this weekend. That's kind of a big deal. Yeah, that's, that's so very, cool. like, stoops-ish to, like, we're going to have a bad secondary this year and then, like, one of the best in the nation next year. I could definitely see that happening because the amount of guys that Stoops has put to be a first-rounder, like, when you walk in his office, you see all these Miami and Florida State players that we just forget about or don't he's ever got, heard he's of got them. Ed Reed on his resume. Yeah. I mean. This dude has put so <laughs> many people in the league. And then you look at, like, Zadarius Smith, who came here. Like, anyone that comes into this system is very well prepared for the NFL. Especially on defense. And I mean, Zadarius, too, is he's a cowboy killer, Drew Franklin. Yeah, watch. Speak for yourself. Watch like, that whole game, and he's dancing. Oh, man. The Packers love him. The Ray Lewis troll move, too, was incredible. He's just absolutely crushing it. And the the other Smith guy, pretty good, too. Someone just break in here? Somebody's like, we might get in. We did might we, die. Did, did the <laughs> DBs hear like, what, what we happening? said? and. They're trying to. If get glass it. breaks, I'm jumping off that end when I hear someone going yeah, up the stairs. That was kind of, was kind of creepy. It's kind of run hell. I just saw that. Not that I'm looking at their check right now while we're recording, but I saw somebody <laughs> in our secondary got the chicken sandwich, add pepper jack cheese with sweet potato fries. That's oh, my that's that's my meal. I need to find out order. who on the team ordered that because they they were my MVP for the rest of the season. It'd be a real shame if it was Matt's first game MVP, <laughs> Yusuf Corker, who, as we've learned, dad strength. Dad, dad strength. Dad strength was the. He needs that to get build up his dad strength. Yeah, because that, that, that chicken was a big sandwich part of last week's show is larger than the board that we're recording on right now. Bully McCall couldn't get through it. It is a behemoth of food. Just way too much food. Um, so you should get it and feel and, great about yourself. Uh, well, uh, I don't know how I, I – I have you all noticed I always change the subject to it, non-football things? It's okay. I do that with KSR, the morning show. I do it on any basketball. I, I like to not talk about what we're here to talk no, about. We need, no, we need to – So I'm going to apologize again. Don't, don't, don't apologize. While we were on the subject of secondary, instead of talking about their food, I meant to talk about how Stoops said today that, yes, there have been mistakes, but he's not surprised by any of them. They're doing just what he expected, learning, learning from each mistake, and improving each week. So when and that's I, a group we were very worried about. When I asked him about it, – it's it's funny sometimes that, like, if you ask a, a question, like, the person you're asking will, like, get fixated on one part of it. And sometimes it's not the part you intended, but it's, it's like, so, stu- you know, there's been some early mistakes by the secondary. Have you seen them grow from them? And I was hoping he would talk more about the from growing from them. And instead, his face was just like, I've done this a long time. I knew that was happening. <laughs> just like we, we knew, like, these guys, it was going to happen. But, like, Jamari Brown had a really good game against South Carolina. And he's made some really big mistakes. It's good to see him learn from those. Yeah, because I think people don't realize how complicated Stoops' defense is. And that's why it's so good is that – it's not 
it's not the same every play. It's all dependent on how they line up to what your job is going to be and where your eyes need to go. And that's why, like he says, like there's learning and stuff. It's not, not like you just learn one thing and then you take the test on that exact same thing. Like there's just so many different looks you can see on a field and they're supposed to play them. It's all concepts. Yeah. It's not like you got this guy. Yeah. The average fan doesn't realize that. that That's the best way to put it, too, is it's a concept. It's not like we're running this play. Exactly. So you're never like when they're in this formation, you're doing exactly this. Yeah. Now, they they might call a blitz every once in a while, but only if – like sometimes, too, Austin, like that blitz or like – like that linebacker will only go if – the opposing office is in X formation. Exactly, yes. It's very reactionary. And that's why the NFL guys love our guys from our defenses because that's the same thing they're doing in the NFL, and that's like Lonnie has come in and made a big impact Mike on the Texans. Edwards plays a lot for he, the Bucks. Yes. He's starting Yeah, they as like a him a lot too. Yeah. And, and he's, he's got the uh, – you know when you've made it in professional sports, you, you start rolling in with the fancy suits and you got oh, your little carry. Oh, he's doing that now? Got your what your little man purse? He's graduated that level too. Is that no more like Buck's this? hoodie? He's wearing. Where, where, where do I need to find these pictures? Is well, I just saw them on his uh, the Badger Instagram. Yeah, nobody okay, can see this. I'm looking this. around like a madman. Speaking of swag, did you see what was on the sidelines for the Packers Cowboys game? Austin McGinnis. No. Jordy Nelson, rocking a Kentucky Randall Cobb. Oh. UK jersey. Yeah, yeah, I did see that. That, that was, was cool. That, that was, was so awesome. I, I, it made me so happy. I just, I didn't even know how to like. I just, it just, I just was so happy. It was awesome. Is it one that you think Randall gave him, or do you think he eBayed that? I, I don't know because I'm the thing looking is, at it right here. It looks to be official. You know, the official jerseys kind of. They hug the arms a little more than it, what you'd get it. Like the logo on it has like a SEC seventy-five patch or that. The, yeah, I think that's official. The SEC patch makes it look more official. The thing is, though, is they it Cobb looked like he was kind of surprised. So I don't know. He was very surprised. Either way, it was good to see that he played pretty decent, right? He did. They lost, yes, but he played well. It's just another example of. UK football forever never got any kind of recognition. What's nobody was wearing UK football jerseys to this. That was the biggest NFL game yesterday, I would say. Yeah, yeah those oh, are two definitely. Super Bowl contenders. Packers, Cowboys, and you have a UK football jersey on the sideline. That just didn't happen until recently. So the so here are two of the pan aways that they did during the game. One was to George W. Bush and Ellen DeGeneres. <laughs> Another was to Jordy Nelson wearing a UK jersey on the sideline. Which was the more random? I don't know. What's more random, Jordy Nelson and a UK jersey or Ellen and former President W? I feel like it has. It, it still would be Ellen DeGeneres and George Bush because you don't – like that's a very Mad Libs kind of like – or like one of those things like – when you ask people if you could watch, if you could go golfing with these three people, if you could watch a Cowboys game with these three people, there's somebody, there's like some housewife in Texas that's saying George Laura Bush and Ellen DeGeneres. And that actually happened. That, that was real Great life. Group. That actually happened. It was pretty surprising. Um, but while we're talking about your teams losing. Here it comes. 
can you at, at, where where do you draw the line of saying Titans? I, I've done with you. I've forsaken you. You've been shunned. Uh, I'm not one to turn my back on on any of my teams. I've been a Titans fan since the day they were created. They've sucked for a lot of those years. A lot I, of those and years. And I stayed right there with them. Right now I'm very disappointed. We had a kicker go 0 for 4. Some of them were chip shots. I know Mr. McGinnis here probably gets tired of uh, everyone telling him he should be in the NFL. I was furious watching that guy miss kicks, knowing Mr. McGinnis here would have made all four of them. I, I just don't understand. We could do this every week of an NFL kicker missing kicks. I'm going to continue to uh, – to use all caps on Twitter, which no one likes, but I'm going to do that because it's infuriating. And it's necessary. Yes. They've earned it. And you know what? We we saw it coming 100 miles away. Kickers mix kick. Mix kick. Austin doesn't, but other kickers do. You don't miss. I think one of them he missed, they were on like the 17. <laughs> I mean, in, a, in, in, a, in a 7-7 game in the second half. And it's lined up on the hashes too. Like the hashes are the goalposts. There's more – either way, I think it, it does make like, – I, I really, this discussion. I really wish we could be out there watching you kick, Austin, because I've grown a much greater appreciation for the Justin Tuckers of the world, mm-hmm. the Will Lutzes of the world. The Mason Crosbys. Which he even like, got kind of hurt and still had a, had a couple – that when he, when he did take that dive, like – Kickers, when they have to like make a play, I just always like kind of like clinch up because it's it's almost like that's I, they're tackling somebody they have no business tackling. It would just be like me trying to tackle somebody I have no business tackling. Yeah, the good kickers just avoid tackles. They just make it <laughs> just look like they're kind of near, and then they just dive at the ankles. Not That's you. the key to a long career in the NFL. Do not – if you tackle one of those dudes, you're going to get smoked. Was it – Even if you make the tackle, you're definitely going to feel that for like the next three weeks was at it, minimum. <laughs> was it the Texas kicker who almost – like he targeted somebody, but like they like took it easy on him and didn't eject him because they were like, it's the kicker. You know, like yeah, he, he what's he gonna do? He doesn't he know gonna any hurt? better. You he know, just, he doesn't practice. He doesn't that. Pra- yeah, he doesn't yeah. know what he's doing. He doesn't know how to tackle. Well, um, who is Kentucky's kicker? I don't know because it was it's been ruffled, but I don't know if they used an old depth chart. The depth chart situation this yeah, morning was it very came out, weird. It said September sixteenth on it, people and that was were, a wrong were one. Still going with it, but uh, we don't know. But then they released a new one, but it had Chance Poor as the number one kicker. Well, let's just hope that you know they get in the end zone and. Don't need to worry about it. Yeah, we didn't see much of that against South Carolina. I just if the offense does anything, then I'll be excited. Yeah. And that's no shot at the offense. I'm just, you know, I'm a fan. I want to see points. I want to see touchdowns. Yeah. Which Kentucky wasn't great at uh in the first part of the year. But here's the the big playability definitely there with the limbo Nick quarterback. We're just gonna moving forward, we're just gonna assume that he's taking at least sixty percent of the snaps. Is that fair? I'll tell you what. Yes. I, that Georgia game, Lynn at quarterback, chalk us up a dub. Chalk us up a so. dub. In Athens? It, it, we could play on the moon. Wouldn't matter. <laughs> chalk it up a dub. He would be better on you the moon. You know who played quarterback the last time Kentucky won at Athens? Randall Cobb. Boom. See, Say it can't be there's done. Something, there's something on to the, you know, this guy's smart over here. <laughs> but, no, nah, Georgia, they, they look damn good. They look very good. But the anyways. fact that Tennessee kept it close for a little bit, I was like, wait, that score can't be right. 
What did it end up Tennessee being? found their quarterback now. Pretty sure Georgia ended up covering. Yeah, Tennessee dun- dumped Garantano, went with Marr. 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 I can't That's say That's not a name. It's, it's, no, it's M-A-U-R-E-R. That's the thing about Marr. these SEC teams. If they can recruit well, then you might see a completely different team by the second half of the year because they'll just put in a different recruit, and if they can get anything sparking, like – that's true. It's not like high school where they have like one good quarterback, and if he gets hurt or he's out, right? They, there's at least one alternative. Kentucky's problem is that they're on alternative like four right yeah. now, and that's that's a good alternative though. Like Lynn, like there could be worse options than yeah. Lynn, who's played quarterback before at quarterback. Imagine being in the spot and not having a Lynn Bowden on your <sighs> team. And I'll tell you what. Against Arkansas, he's going to be electric. Like he's going to look so good that we're going to be riding such a high wave going into that Georgia game. Everyone's going to be like, "Oh, maybe we'll beat him." The thing is that if they can just get a few big plays early and just get Arkansas's defense on their heels, they can have an absolute field day. And that's one thing Kentucky this year. They've been off to some really bad starts, and I just what I what I'm kind of what I'm worried about. Uh, what I'm worried about, Austin. Yeah, tell me. <sighs> Coming out slow out of the bye weeks. Yeah, I mean, I don't think at least for like a five-minute stretch that we'll be ahead by like two touchdowns. I expect this to be a close game. I expect it to be back and forth. I don't think that we're at the point where we can just dominate a full SEC game and win by like two tutties, but we shall see. I don't mean to be the pessimist of the group. That, what I just said was like. <laughs> true. <laughs> I am very worried. I know it sounds fun that Lynn Bowden's going to be this explosive quarterback. Oh, your best player has the ball in your hands. But there's a reason he's not a quarterback. And he hasn't been practicing to be the quarterback until recently. And even though Arkansas is down, they're still an SEC team. Okay. Damn, Drew, can, we can only I, had one hope, and it's him. Uh, no, right, I get it. And I, I believe, I, I want to believe – but at the same time, I'm I'm removing myself from the situation and looking at it as a okay. level-headed counterpoint. Count, please counterpoint. So, me. who would be Kentucky's backup quarterback if not for some off-season moves? Gunner, Gunner Hoke. Yeah. Who is, for all intents and purposes, a good Mac quarterback, right? Fair he, enough. He's you know a healthy Sawyer. Yeah, but he he is a starter in the MAC. Lynn Bowden, if he wanted to be, he's a starter in the MAC somewhere, a MAC quarterback. I think. You know, I hear that, but Lynn Bowden did not go into the spring in the quarterback room and has had that playbook since the since fair. April that and is has fair. been working with the ones every week. I want Lynn to be awesome, and I think it's going to be fun, even if he goes out there and he throws interceptions. I'm up for whatever's happening. But I do worry that we're getting a little too confident when we're just putting a, a random dude at quarterback, even though he is a very good random dude with the football in his hands. Well, I agree, and that's why I said that they're going to start Sawyer, and that's who's going to be – like they're going to try to make him be the guy. And I just would feel better with Lynn. I know, like – especially like a team against Arkansas. he They're beatable with a mobile quarterback who can make big plays. Like you only have to complete a couple passes – and most of his are going to be scrambles out the backside. Like hope he's so. not going to be conventional. I hope so. But this is the team to do it with. Like if we're, 
I was joking about the Georgia thing, obviously. I know. I know. <laughs> but, but if you want to double down on the Georgia thing, I'll join you in with the upset. You break. know, let let him look decent yeah. against this Arkansas team I and see if I'm not yelling. Line is ripe. Thick. T H I C C. Two C's or three C's, maybe even. Uh, there's no telling. Even if they, we were kind of kidding about the Georgia game. Okay, the, let's. The schedule's just so perfect this year to to be down and to be banged up. So the schedule gods are helping you. Okay, in I think this is a nice way to package this, Drew, because the schedule gods can be incredibly happy with you if you win this weekend. And I think Kentucky, Kentucky's last two losses have come to teams who desperately needed a win at home in the SEC. Kentucky needs to play with that same sense of urgency on Saturday because if they get the win versus Arkansas, you'll look at – and if you can do it without Sawyer Smith, you can give him essentially basically a month off. Even if you lose to Missouri, you can, you'll can you be 3-5 and five with four games to go, all winnable. Folks, there's a scenario where Kentucky's 7-5 and five in the Outback Bowl because of the way that – they're going to pick teams for the New Year's Six, the way that Missouri is – Cheaters. If they, if they're, they're, they were cheating as cheaters who ever cheated. Mm-hmm. They still have a bowl ban. So Kentucky can – if they can weather this storm, if they can get a big win, they, they need this win. Not only just to, like, make sure that Kentucky gets to a bowl game because I think, like a lot of us believe, you lose your starting quarterback – it's kind of a shot season, but if you go to a bowl game, give your young guys some time to come back, next year's defense is going to be sick. You get Terry back. You get so much talent back. Everything is much easier if you take care of business. Saturday night, you come out fired up, you, and you give people – like, nobody expects you to do anything at Georgia. So give fans some win. Give them a feel-good win on a feel-good night where everybody's going to be happy celebrating Jared Lorenz and go out and make some big plays because there's one quote that Stoops had – today about Jared, that you look at some of his plays and you say, how did he do that? And I think Lynn Bowden can give you that, and it has the perfect recipe to be a fun night at Kroger Field. I agree. Lynn will have some Jared-like plays. Will he throw it over his head? Probably. He will do the, you're not supposed to do that. No, no, no. Yes, yes, yes. yes. That will happen. I'm for sure. Especially on a deep ball. He's going to throw one where you're like, what? Oh yeah, like that—that that, it's gonna happen. I wish he'd wear twenty-two. I don't think he will. So, but. so is he gonna wear three though? Terry's <laughs> yeah. twenty-two. No, he's got to wear twenty-five for Sawyer Smith, and he's got to wear three for <laughs> Terry Wilson, and he's got to wear twenty-two. Just passing jerseys around the entire game. Yeah, I mean, I think regardless of what happens this season, this program's in a good shape. That's why, like, anyone calling for like a coaching change or like anything of that nature. They're high on drugs. I'll just be the first to say it. Yep. Yeah. They're not using even LSD. Like the, not even like the good, cool kinds. They're yeah, all they're like the weird stuff. Right, right. Yeah. The bad, the real like, ooh. Because we should probably call somebody. In the grand context, you go 10-2 and two last year. Mm-hmm. All the statistics showed that after the pinnacle season, you have a huge drop-off season. Yeah. yeah. Granted, uh, ours were more due to injuries yep. this year. So yep. if you can salvage a bowl game from this, keep the recruiting class intact. That's what really matters. Yep. If you can keep the recruits coming here, then this thing is gonna. We're legitimately, you know, gonna be on track for you know nine, ten wins next season. I mean, we talked about 
you know, getting Bossman fat next year. The only guy in the secondary you're losing is Jordan Griffin. You yep. Corker back. Devontae Robinson back. People forget that. Yeah. Uh, Cash Daniel is really the only linebacker you really. I think Calvin Taylor, too, is a senior. And our, our, our poor guy, Big Snack. Big Snack, man. Oh. About to miss his sixth game. Phil Hoskins. Just brutal. And I, I really like Phil, too. He's a, he's a nice guy. He already redshirted, so he can't. I think I think so. Well, so I think he did, Were too. we ever told what, what happened? It was before the Florida game. I know that. No. It, but clearly, it was big enough. That's four weeks now that he's missed. He probably uh, tore something. Maybe yeah. hernia? No, I bet you he tore something in his knee. Not his knee. Did he not? He uh, he was. He, they said he was running last week, but like they're oh, not. That's sh- good. Yeah, yeah. He is in like. I'm just speculating. I have no idea. I'm well, just guessing. I, I think it's an ankle. By the way, it sounds where they're like uh, they're good at it, but I don't know if he's cutting on it quite yet. They they said they were going to test it out, but hmm. I really like Big Snipe. But have you but seen him around the facility? He is eligible for not. a red shirt. It looks like as I'm reading his bio. Oh, that would be nice. Well, he, he he was a JUCO transfer. But he hasn't redshirted. I don't know how that works. Oh, well, that would be nice if he could use it. But I think the the grand scheme of things, the defense, you're getting everybody back from a very inexperienced group. You give them a little bit of confidence. You get your running backs into a groove, and you get a home run. Is that a – oh, no, not a home run. Tagged up. Oh, wait. Could have been 50 bucks to somebody. I thought that was the Braves, but the no, Nationals were wearing – the Braves are, are already out. They, the Nationals were in the same uniform as the – uh, yeah, which, by the way, uh, football tonight, Browns. Team Browns, Browns Niners. I actually brought my Tim Couch jersey, but it's chilly, so I was like, yeah, I'll just leave it in the car. I left my baker in the car, too. Yeah, the candlestick maker. Yeah. Uh, so this Saturday is going to be Jared Lorenzen Day. It is. It's uh, going to be an emotional day, and I thought since Jared uh, lived life on this podcast for quite some time, then we should do a, a, a little Jared storytelling. Okay. Um, Drew, do you remember where you were for the – you're going to miss one hell of a game. game? I think I do. I'm pretty sure I was at a party in high school sitting in my car listening on the radio while everyone else was partying. Oh, I remember you weren't partying. I combined you. that – that one in the Alabama multiple overtime game – Right. Both of those were me sitting in my in a car by myself on the radio. I get confused exactly where I was, but I definitely was in a car listening. So I remember the Arkansas one very well because I was 10, 12-ish when Jared was uh, in his heyday, which is primetime fandom. Parents had season tickets. I would sneak in. We only had two, but I would go with them and kind of just wedge yeah, myself just in between. Yeah, just walk on by. Yeah. yeah. So – the reason why this game was a big deal is because my cousin, Brian Brom, was being recruited by, I think it was Joker at the time. I think Joker was the recruiter. Because that would have been, it was 02, it was Brooks's year. So, yeah, I'm pretty sure Joker was the recruiter. And, like, there was, it was the point where I was like, okay, if Kentucky plays well against Arkansas, you know, he sees how good Jared does. Maybe Brian will want to go to UK instead of L like the rest of them. And I was I was really hoping for it, and Jared played out of his mind, and there was there was a part right the entire game where I was a struggling to stay awake because it the game went till like one a.m. But b on the way home I remember stopping to get gas, and they actually 
the Brahms, you know, they stopped same time, same gas station, just a coincidence. And I was like, is he go, you going to go to UK? And he's like, oh, I don't know. I don't know yet. And it's like, oh, he's definitely going to UK. I was convinced after Jared's game, even though they lost, that he was willing to go to UK and throw 50 passes in a football game. And then he became a Cardinal. Yeah, and then we had to forsake and, him. And Steve haven't got loose to him on since. him. Haven't <laughs> cut that family member <laughs> out. Cut him off. Um, but I think the the thing that we hit home a lot over the summer, but the first time I actually met Jared, you know, doing this, it was – we might I don't even think we were doing the podcast yet. It was back when the Ice Bucket Challenge was the thing. Uh-huh. And so I – being the uh, trying to capitalize on a viral sensation, I did it. I just jumped into the ice tubs after the players were done with it at the old practice fields. And did, did you ask for permission, or you just went for it? I think I just went for it. It was with like Maddie on when okay. he was a freshman, so long time ago. And I get out of the the ice tub, which wasn't very disgusting at that point. A lot of sweaty football players in it. A lot of melted ice. And afterwards, I uh, pretty much I'm like, holy shit, that's. Tim Couch, Gerald Renzen? Wait, 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 wait. Is it Shane Boyd too? And I was just like, okay, Nick, you just go fanboy, just do it. You're here. You already jumped in an ice tub for Christ's sakes. Just go up and talk to them. And they were all just as nice as it can be. You know, just Jared being Jared. Took a picture, and I just remember like leaving that practice facility like, woo, yeah, you've made it. Oh yeah, it was that was cool. That was really cool. Yeah, we don't play favorites on this podcast. Austin, we love having you. Charles is not here tonight. We love having him. But I sure do miss the Monday nights with Jared because he, like me, would intentionally try to take the conversation away from football <laughs> towards movies or something stupid or just mm-hmm. a way to goof yep. off. And yeah, well, and that's why I feel like this is your ode to Jared is you've been getting us off track all night. Yeah. He'd be, he'd be, he'd be very, proud. very proud. Yeah. He just really hated when we would say that big word on the football, the, the B word. The B word. The, Can't the, say the B word. Which basketball. You do not say basketball especially around Jared Lorenzen. Yeah. He was big on, he felt disrespected. Uh, well, I shouldn't say disrespected. He hated when madness would roll around and the fans would seem to forget football existed. Did you all feel that? Austin, Jared was always big on that. He's like, October would roll around, we'd have the fan base, and we'd lose them to basketball. Did yeah, you get a sense of that. Well, I mean, I got a sense of that when I first stepped on campus because, like, I'm from Alabama and it's all football. And I got here and I could instantly tell that, like, being a football player wasn't a big deal and that there was a – well, it really happened because uh, – what was his name? Marcus, big, tall, seven-footer. Marcus Lee. DeMarcus Cousins. No, no, Marcus Lee. Yeah, yeah. you were here. He was, in, Marcus Lee. he was in one of my classes, like, my first summer on campus, and I quickly realized that, like, <laughs> basketball was life there. <laughs> and you were nothing in the presence of Marcus Lee. Yeah. And that kind of pissed me off a little bit because I'm like, damn, you know, like, not nothing against Marcus Lee, but yeah. it was the culture that was on campus. And – I, you know, I got to understand it. Well, I'm like, well, shoot, you know, if we're not winning, then of course they're going to go with the team that wins the most, you know, like it's easy pickings. And I do feel like with Stoops being here, we have changed the culture a little bit. Like I've seen firsthand from when I got to campus, the state of the program was in, you know, two and ten, two and ten for like three years. Yeah. And to where it's at now, it's like very respectable. Definitely still a basketball school, but – 
it's a lot of people would come up to me and be like, you know, we're only football fans and stuff. So, I mean, the football people definitely, they want something to root for, but you got to win games because they do have a nice, shiny attraction that comes around this time of year. So I'm also a big Marcus Lee fan, but you could have looked at him and said, hey, I average more points a game than you. Oh, boom, roasted. He was a nice guy, so I couldn't no, do that. No, we love Marcus. Yeah, I, he was, I'm not saying that to pile on him. No. I'm saying that's how important you are. It's but more of a – I did. When I was in that class, I was like, man, why did I come to this stupid school? <laughs> like, I was like, <laughs> but you don't care about me. I'd only been to like, I'd been to like an Auburn game. I had been to a Georgia game and been to an Alabama game. Those are the only things I, and I had seen like, another thing that was different is I had seen like, you know, Georgia sorority houses and fraternity houses and like Alabama's and Auburn's. And then I got here and it's like, a little bit that part was scale. different. That yeah. part was different scale too. Yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah. I mean, that like, has nothing to do with football. Either, those places don't have KSR. That's true. They you know? don't. KSR is like its own fraternity here. Yeah, like really you guys is. have really, really done cool. something special in the market. Cause I don't think <laughs> any company has that big of like, a fan like you guys are, there's no other like Georgia doesn't have the Bulldogs yeah. Tribute who has their, their own restaurant houses, what was their uh, they, can't, they can't have a Nick the, Roush the, the dogs that that like got a fight over the Eddie Grant thing what was that Dog Nation Dog Nation freaking Dog Nation Dog Nation who needs a Dog, dog Nation, nation. Um, which by the way to your point though about like the notice the difference between like football and basketball how everybody's treated on campus mm-hmm. it used to be the thing you know that corner right there by white hall it's like <laughs> good old white hall i think everyone that went to uk will yes know what that the is. the corner that's like there's like a tree that's on your way towards like yes. kim fizz yeah, yeah and it used to that was like where the football players would just stand uh-huh. and just kind of like hope to be noticed yeah like just wearing the football sweats and just kind of like you know, being a crew, and it was they always the number big on their too. backpack. That's how you know they're officially yes. an athlete. Yes, so th- it used to be the thing where like they would do that to try to get attention, but then towards my later years, your later years, it was more of a people just like following them through. Like like, ben, like Benny would have small crowds following him around to campus. Yeah, I mean Benny is the biggest thing. Like we're saying, like about people knowing him like he was right up there with all the basketball players the only thing basketball is like they're seven feet tall so like you it's impossible not to notice that's them another thing room. just naturally football player i think there was a player who complained about not getting noticed one time and i i might even be mike edwards but anyway just naturally you're in a helmet you don't get yeah, facetime yeah. on tv like a basketball player goes to free throw line they're on national tv of close up for a couple minutes. I mean, my football thing, you just don't get noticed unless my you're thing, Vinny Snell. And dabbing after you just bang 50-yard game winners. Yeah, like it wasn't the recognition for me. It was the fact that you would have professors talking crap about the football team and I'm sitting right there like, oh. bro, I'll fight oh. you right now. <laughs> like, I will kick you in the nuts. Oh, like, there, was, there was one. Bro, like I hated that because oh. I hated and I don't even care. Like, I'll call out every professor that ever said something about UK football. Because it's like, dude, we're busting our tails. Yeah. showing up to your classes and you're just gonna you have the audacity to stand up there and talk crap like you were on the field like I, that was the one thing oh. that like really got me hot because it's like who are you yeah, like just because you teach dinosaurs and disasters doesn't yeah. mean you can this isn't for you know bye, geology bye. class like <laughs> don't just say nothing don't and if you do say something make sure it's positive yeah my favorite don't make it a joke they when they would uh bust a walk on basketball players balls are my favorite 
Because I, I, I think I had a class or two with Johnny David or Sam Malone. And, like, those guys, you can rag on them all you want. Like, Well, that's a whole different situation. Exactly. They're, they're getting they're, all they're, the love for doing no effort. Exactly, yeah. yeah so yeah. that's, like, the opposite. No, they no, got they the keep, good part of the they deal. They keep the GPA up. They do. They yeah, do. That's they a do big part of it. No, and like and you kept me, the GPA up too. Yeah, yeah. I did pretty good in that area. But like for me, it's not. It wasn't a competition. It was just like, okay, let's both be good. And then it's kind of gotten to that point. And that's what I'm saying. Like, okay, this might be a down year, but if we get some of these big recruits, like this, mm. this defensive recruiting class, at least from what I've seen, is seems to be outstanding so yeah. far. And there's a ton of talented wide receivers. Uh, you got Bo Allen, who's played incredible. Yeah. Uh, so far this year for Lexington Catholic, which, by the way, they play Boyle County Friday. I got my wakes mixed up. That's going to be a huge, huge football game uh, in the high school ranks. But I, I think, to your point, though, Austin, to kind of bring it back to this year, it's awfully hard to rally troops for a, a Georgia game or a home Missouri game that could be another night game if you're two and whatever. I agree. This game's huge. I 100% agree. And it's Stoops always feels like he's on a short lease because it's a basketball school. Mm -hmm. You have to go above and beyond to get them to pay attention to your football program. So that's why, like, every time y'all ask him questions, he's going to have a short temper about that because he's like, damn, like, (laughs) you know, like even my brother Oklahoma had, like, a down year or two. Mm -hmm. But since it's a football school, like – they're, I don't know. They'd give you more praise, I guess, when the praise is due, and they kind of understand. The uh, the thing that I, I like today, though, is that even when he gets questions like that, there's not a, like, like he'll pipe back, but, like, in a joking manner instead of, like, piping back, like, I'm going to rip your face off. Yeah, well, you got he, to. I mean, you're up there at the podium. The whole team's watching you. Like, you can't set that bad president forever. Like, he's the leader of – 150 people. Yeah, but I, I I don't think the team, though, I don't think they're in panic mode. Mm-mm. I just, for everybody's sake, let's get this win on Saturday. Like, come on, just do it. That's what worries me, though, is that, like, they need to be more in panic mode. And I think the reason everyone's not in panic mode because you played Florida close. And you're like, okay, well, we're a good team. Just some bad things happened. And then – it's not like, oh, crap, like, we better play our hardest and we might not be more talented than these so, teams. Like, we need them to play hard, and that's what we have not seen so past that Florida game. So that they haven't turned it back on since the, fir- the fourth quarter of the Florida game? Yeah, because I think – I mean, I'm not going to say they haven't played hard or anything, but I think, you know, maybe, like, you could say the offensive line didn't take over like in a desperation mode. Like they haven't got frustrated yet and pissed off at each other. I haven't seen like any little fights among the team and like. And those can be good. They can be you good. You can see Alabama's players yelling at each other because they want perfect. Exactly. And especially when you're starting to get in this dangerous territory right here where like you need a win. You can't hang your laurels on, oh, I played Florida close. If our kicker makes the kick, then we win, and this is a different season. Like You don't get trophies for that. No, because the way this league works is, like, you better come ready to play, and you better be pissed off at someone because, if not, you're going to get hit in the mouth early and then be struggling to come back. I think this team really lacks leadership right now, which kind of goes with what you're just saying. There's not anyone getting fired up and keeping everybody in line. I think before the year, we all assumed Cash Daniel would be that guy. Cash 
he's got that personality, but he's just not playing well. I mean, I don't have a problem saying it. Everybody likes Cash. He's the Kentucky boy, but he's not doing much. F40. Terry was your guy, and you can't yeah. look to a dude on crutches now. That Florida game, you lost Terry the week before, and it felt like Cash hadn't been the same since the yeah. ankle incident. Just something just not. Yeah, you kind of lose him as your leader when he's on tape messing with the guy's ankle. No matter what you think of it, uh, everyone's piling on him, whether fair or not. Right, and, right. And then Stenberg should be one of your guys. He's constantly getting in trouble with p- stupid penalties. And it's just hard for an offensive lineman to be the – like the only yeah, hard time to rally around an offensive lineman. The only time I can remember that at all is Pouncy Twins at Florida, because yeah. they would just like kick your ass if you weren't in line. Or so maybe Aaron that, Hernandez would shoot you if you didn't. Listen. <laughs> yep, that too. So maybe maybe just uh, we need Lane and Young to start whooping people. I mean, you do, but even then, it, it it almost needs to be a quarterback or somebody. Yeah. It's tough. You're right. I mean, they're just – It was Terry, and they yeah. all look to him, and then it just gets taken away from you, and no one has emerged as filling that role yet. You're in a tough spot. Maybe they'll look to Lynn that way. Lynn doesn't seem to have that personality. Not that he lacks personality. He's quieter. But he, he's not really a, you know, rally the troops guy. Right. He can be, but – But I don't think you always have to rally the troops or, like, get people motivated by, like, saying yeah, stuff. Like, I think example. the whole team is going to get excited – when Lynn's just at quarterback, just because he can yeah. make something out of nothing. Like, See, and that is if you want to – when people are like, why don't you try walk? If there's a reason to give Lynn Bowden the first snaps of the game, it's because you will get – I mean, you saw DeAndre Square tweeting about it. Yeah. People worry about – but they will get fired up. They will set the tone. And Stoops likes to defer. You know what? Receive it. Have Lynn Bowden return the kick and then put the ball down and say, all right, Drake, <laughs> here we go. <laughs> Let's do this. When you're a player in that locker room, I don't want to speak for them. I'm not in that locker room. I didn't play football. But if you tell me, if I'm – I'm just going to say DeAndre Square because you said it. If I'm DeAndre Square and I'm putting my pads on to get ready to play Arkansas and I know my quarterback is Walker Wood, even if I love Walker Wood, I'm not going to get as pumped as like, oh, shit, we got Lynn Bowden getting Lynn, the ball. Lynn's like, going to oh, try. Oh, yeah. I got to do my part because no telling what Lynn might do when he gets – it's just something about having Man, him there. If that you he, get just one early big play from Lynn, and and that's why football is such a hilarious game that like it really can be just one or one big play early, and Kentucky can just completely roll Arkansas. Won't even be close. But if they come out slow, if they drag their feet, and they commit a turnover or something, it could be one of those where all of that momentum snowballs the other way. And I think that's the kind of game we're in store for Saturday night. Yeah, I agree. Like, if they win this game, they're sitting pretty, I think, just because I think the goal of this season is go to a bowl game. Mm-hmm. And I think Mero alluded to that when he was like, you know, six, get six. And if they go to a bowl game this year, that's a win. I mean, that's oh, another yeah. streak, another, what is that, the fourth year to go to a bowl game now. Yeah. And yeah. after five or six years of nothing. Nothing. Yeah. Getting close. And that's what I'm saying. I mean, like, we're talking – about this like it could be terrible because it could be but it could also be very salvageable but it all depends on this game and Arkansas is not there's no, do it. no such thing as an automatic yeah. win I love that <laughs> so we need everyone fired up there Saturday night and they need to keep yelling be ready to go. <laughs> I bet I bet Austin was the master of the pregame speech just rah rah shish kambah 
if I said something, though, they would listen because they knew I did my job. Yeah. At least, like, they respect me. I, I want to get Austin back out there, though, because the picture of you pumping up the crowd. Yeah, we, we keep using KSR, it. I, I had use it, it all the time. You're, like, holding the ball with your arms Just, in the air. Uh, See, I, I love that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah what great. I was going to say, though, another pet peeve. I know we're trying to close this. I'm making it about me. Yeah. No, Selfish. About you. You're the Am I right? All time so, like, I don't have any records. I was always a captain, like, every time in soccer or, like, high school i was a captain i was always a captain and then i get to college and i feel like uh old marky mark doesn't want to put like a kicker and i'm not big at all like if i was like six three because it's like more of a looks test for the captains yeah. uh, but yeah. low-key i think i was a captain in the locker room because i could go to like any group of players and be like hey guys let's go you know what i'm saying because, like, because i would you know what you you were proven. You you show you did what you were supposed to do. Well, yeah, and I would just try to like tailor my message to each individual person because mm -hmm. I, you know, just have all the time to observe, and so I try to make sure the guys are ready to go. Obviously, you know, we only won seven games, but we went to a bowl game yeah. for the first time in forty-two million years. A, you, Not because of me, because of the team. And that's what I'm saying. This team needs to show up as a team, and no matter what bad happens, no matter what. Just come out of there Saturday night with a win. We don't care how it looks. And we're good. Let's just get this dub. And let's enjoy it, get UK. Money. And just middle fingers to the believers on the way out. And we middle win. fingers. To, and if you're listening to this, you're a good person. So flick them off. <laughs> I'm, yeah. <laughs> Something like that. Oh, man. You know what? That's that's where we end this show. I like where show. we end it. It was a good Sorry show. Sorry I had a negative twist on everything. I just providing the other perspective. I'm I'm and, excited about. Learning. And I would like to say sorry to Jared. I know you're listening. We talked. We said the B word way too much, buddy. Yeah, R.I.P. I never got R to meet him, but R.I.P. Yeah, it's it's going to be a a fun weekend. Uh, we're excited to be there. Keeneland, your first Keeneland football Kentucky football doubleheader. It's going to be fun. We're going to be there. Go Cats. Go Crowgreen. Woo! And peep the technique. Let the